Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Material Podcast, episode number 360, recorded on Rihanna's baby's birthday. Welcome to the world, little boy. (laughs) I'm your host, Lauren Zion, and I'm joined here by your other host who allows me to take over the podcast to do these declarations. (laughs) Andy and Notco. <laughs> uh, well, this this is this is an episode in which we can. It's it's kind of it's kind of like symbolic of uh, of the industry in general, and maybe mm-hmm. even more particular the the field of tech journalism. Three sixty meaning that we we spend all this time spinning ourselves around, only to wind up right. looking at exa- only to wind up exactly the same place as we were before. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we didn't. Uh, we're we're a little late this week course yes. with the with the episode but and it was, it's a it funny our, story it, it was our fault but it wasn't our fault it was technology's fault i mean it, it was definitely my fault for not <laughs> following up with you andy after you had sent me a slack message and then i could not i did not reply to it well, within let's, the let's, line so i used let, let, let's let's give let's give them the background so uh, yeah as, uh, why our, don't you start our, us off our, our regular our regular recording time is like wednesday at 10 and the reason at 10 p.m eastern time mm-hmm. 7 p.m western uh california time and the reason and the reason why it's 10 is because oftentimes things happen and we need to go a little bit late usually because like i didn't get started on the final version of the doc until after dinner and i have to say oh, okay especially when like flo is hosting and she's just gonna <laughs> she hasn't seen the doc yet and and it's it would be rude to say hi it's one minute before recording time there you go here's everything that i thought we would be talking about today some of which maybe you have you haven't covered yourself on gizmodo or whatever uh and so i was running late uh i said hey is is it okay if we record at 11 tonight and then after that, parenthetically, I said, or we can record on Thursday night, either Thursday night, that will work for me fine also. And so I got the quick reply, like, yes, please. I said, oh, okay, that's great. So <laughs> that's that's fine. And so I, I suddenly go from like hectic, gee, I really need to wrap all this up in the next 40 minutes mode to, oh, great. So I can now take a break, take, get, a, get, a, get a Dr. Pepper. You know, perhaps catch up on one or now. two YouTube videos before returning to work, that sort of thing. Uh, and then, of course, at 11 p.m., I get, okay, I'm, I'm almost, I'll be ready to podcast in about a minute. And I'm like, oh, oh, dear. I thought when you said, yes, please, I thought you meant to the uh, let's record. To, we can record on Thursday, not the we can record one hour later. Uh, mm. And so at yes. this at this point, and, and Flo was very really really wonderful about it i said i'm I'm sorry we can we can record super super late on my end i don't even have because to go i to totally get it you were not <laughs> in the mind frame to do a podcast because you had thought everything was fine so you alleviated yourself and i completely got it <laughs> because then i went back and i read our slack messages so what i did is i used the smart reply from uh, on my samsung watch on the galaxy watch 4 <laughs> But I didn't realize is what it did is it sent it after the second line Andy sent. I had initially replied to the first line, but it didn't show up to that. Fir- anyway, yeah. wires got crossed. <laughs> We're here now. But but we, we are we are here now. So and this is not to be frank. This is not the first time we've recorded on Thursday instead of Wednesday. But it it, it also as as we as we kind of uh, rather rather than like uh, uh, spend the evening in recriminations, we kind of enjoyed the fact that ooh, this gives us an actual relevant like topic to like talk about like on Thursday night at the start of the show because this this is one of my pet like. I wouldn't call it a peeve, but it is an. Int- I think it's an interesting aspect of how technology both facilitates and interferes with communication. Because now, uh, with when you used to send an email, you know that someone, the person reading it, is in front of a full keyboard. 
And so they're probably going to give you mm-hmm. like a full reply. And then we moved on to phones where the keyboard is a full keyboard, but it's not really optimized for long, long replies. Uh, so even if you're like set in a text, text message communication, you're, it's not going to, it's going to be shorter, but it's still going to be sort of complete. And now we're in the situation where like people are often replying via watches and to help you communicate in this postage stamp interface, it will like sort of pre-roll like a couple of uh, likely responses. Sometimes even yes. integrating. Yes, please, exclamation point. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes even in your own like tone of voice of like, here's like mm-hmm. a, a quick reply that you've used in the past. And this is, this is like often like let me like uh, not not to drink but at least like in the so there, there have been there were times where like i'm i'm confirming uh, like a uh, so, someone's i'm i'm someone's coming into town i haven't seen them in like 3 or 4 years and i will i will send them like a, we're confirming okay so your plane's coming in at so at such a sort of time uh i can pick you up at this is so, so that of them and so i'll say uh, and so like i'll do all that then like re- reply with and and the end the like message usually on like on my actual keyboard maybe uh, with hey, hey, just I can't tell you like how happy I am that I'm going to get to see you again because you know I've, I've, I've ever since we first met I've always thought that you know we had this friendship that I think was going to endure forever and you know I've really really missed you because we've been able to see each other like at least once a year forever and now we haven't seen each other in four or five years and you know I, I really have I realized how much I look forward to seeing you because you are one of those people that I really really enjoy having in my life and they'll get a reply with it's just like a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> that's like okay andy let's, let's sit back and, and process this did this person like who i'd known for like 20 years see me like spill my heart and open be be, be unafraid to express my love for uh for for a for a close close personal friend in ways that are incontrovertible that will make sure that they knew that exactly how important they are in my life and just say yeah it's great or are they just on their in the middle of a run and they're like on their watch and so, like they didn't, they they they're maybe going to respond in greater detail later. But for now, mm-hmm. they just like tapped a button with a thumbs up. Or again, are they saying, "Ooh, yeah, yeah, dude, sure, absolutely, whatever." Like, I just, oh, my my plane just got canceled because of that fire with the earthquake in the place. So, oh, uh, I'm never going to be coming to your town again. Well, so, 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 so it's if you weird. Were visiting it's weird. California. Okay, yes. well, that's true. Uh, <laughs> it is weird, you know. I um. I have done that a couple of times where I have <laughs> done a smart reply and then and then I felt bad about it. So I would go back and dictate and be like, I'm sorry, I'm going to respond more. I just wanted to let you know that like I received this, you know, uh, since we don't all have RCS, yeah. <laughs> my friends who are on iMessage. Yeah. The other thing is, I'm wondering if this is just a an issue with Wear OS. I think that's why I, like I kind of wanted to talk about it and explore it a little bit because it happened again to me today. Today I was walking, walking around the house because I really need to do that in between stories. I need to like move my legs. Um, sometimes I'll just like run up the stairs just to kind of get my body moving. And I decided I was going to use the bathroom while I was upstairs. And my watch starts going off and it's, you know, it's an editor trying to like get something of mine scheduled. And it's the end of the day in the East Coast. So like I, you know, There's a sense of urgency there that, like, this person wants to go home. Come on. And I felt really bad because, like, I'm not going to answer you from the bathroom. It's (laughs) that's uh, it's an etiquette thing in my mind. Exactly. Second of all, I didn't have any, like, 
smart replies that were appropriate for the situation. But perhaps, and to say, I will say the Galaxy Watch 4 does have voice dictation. So you can like dictate a whole message if you need to. I've done that to my husband or I've been like in the grocery store. <laughs> what kind of green onions do you need? You know, like that kind of thing. But I just, I wonder if this is going to be fixed when we finally get full Google Assistant integration into these watches. Hmm. Maybe better smart replies, you know, maybe a a routine or a shortcut I could use. I don't know. But I just kind of thought about like how much I wish I just had a Google Assistant on here that I could call up instead of having to manually tap around to make sure that my editor gets a reply. And by the way, to add insult to injury, you cannot scroll back through Slack on the watch. So okay, I wasn't actually, dumb. yeah, I wasn't actually understanding like what it was was being asked of me yet. So I was afraid to <laughs> reply the wrong thing while like in throes of doing a bunch of other things. So it, I kind of thought about it. Like, what is the point of me wearing? This really is just a notifier. I took it off by the way, cause it started to bother me <laughs> cause I had it on all day. But so what is this? This watch is just a notifier, a, a $200 notifier. 250 how much i paid for it yeah that's just that's why i'm i'm, I'm trying to think about as we're, we're gonna be talking a little bit more about the pixel watch like later on in the show yeah but but now i'm, I'm really am like deciding that 2022 is has to be the year in which i make a decision about my yes. my my smart watch strategy moving forward because I, I feel like I have to, I feel like I have to make a decision as opposed to, but but you know what I've I've heard some good things about what might be coming out in twenty twenty three, and but maybe I should try this other thing instead. So it's getting it's getting really really annoying. But I think that one of the things I'm kind of demonstrating to myself is that yeah, I mean for me this is just a thing for at best for receiving notifications on. I I, I want fitness tracking. I want the time. If I can have a watch face that has little kitties on it and that at nighttime the kitties seem to be napping and yawning and stretching, that's a good bonus. But I don't really want like a a, a wrist top computing experience. I don't need that sort you of thing. You might not have that with Wear OS. I'm going to tell you. Sorry to. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, those oh. watch faces that you're talking about, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but those watch faces you're talking about, they're very hard for me to find with this current iteration of Wear OS. Yeah. So it's a little different now than it was at the beginning yeah that's that's the other thing why why isn't there like a watch face store in the in the google play app you know a a watch face gallery yeah. there isn't there isn't a place like that the only place that the only time i, I i'm on samsung a, offers one yeah see <laughs> your favorite yeah and it's just with the samsung account login yeah I, th I think maybe it's i think maybe what interfered with the process is that now it's not so much developers writing watch face apps so much as uh, individuals making skins that work with one of those like mm -hmm. roll your own uh <laughs> if, there, if there's a reason why there's like 800 different like docking uh like heavy metal like watch faces that look really really bad it's because 800 different so docking fans made oh, woo, yeah. woo -tang forever, woo. Uh, it's, it's like as opposed to hi i'm a professional designer i have been working on my life in design and all things and this uh, the the new apis that that google has made available for wear os has allowed me to express my design language my design uh, point of view through watch faces both static and interactive without having to contract with a manufacturer of twenty thousand dollar custom watches i've worked for, this is my entire life has been building up to this watch face that i'm now trying to get you to pay 99 cents for please share and enjoy 
it's it's i don't know it's uh, there, there's there's a lot that i'm hoping for i'm not and i'm not looking forward to getting anything that i want in terms of like wearables so i'm um, so i'm trying to figure mm. out again we'll, we'll we'll talk about pixel watches in particular but i'm trying to figure out whether the solution is stick with watch whatever the new iteration of watch OS is going to be with whatever new iteration of hardware is seems like it's pretty good switch over to apple watch for good even though it's going to be a pain in the butt go to a fit a, a nicer fitness watch something with a color screen that's a little bit more like fun that really is just a fitness tracker and a receiver of notifications mm-hmm. or accept that maybe this ain't for me that it's not that's something also a possibility yeah. and that's just, okay it's just, it's just, I'll, I will, I will end this by, but just by saying that I am, I, you know, I am of that age where whatever, uh, whatever health choices I have failed to positive health choices I've failed to make since age 19 are going to start to catch up with me. And so it would be really, really cool. Even if I still have that heart attack, I will be, as I'm being like, oh, we, as, as, as the paddles are hovering above my chest and being like, oh that, that's the sort of rubbing Christ. together as they're, I'll say, you know what? My watch told me I'm having a heart attack right now. I guess like who, guess who it was who, who called you? That was me. That was me. I don't like talking about this stuff okay. while Mercury's in retrograde. Can we move on to something a little more jovial, please? Yes. Um, I'd like to talk about the Kardashians. Because I, I, I okay, a- honestly, everyone, I was I was trolling Andy before we started recording. <laughs> I told him I was watching because because Andy mentioned we do the podcast like late at night, so sometimes I try to squeeze in some chores in between because because parenthood is unpaid labor and because you work for a living, you you may you earn an honest dollar. Your hands have known physical labor, and it does not neither intimidates you nor scares you. Unlike some extremely super wealthy and entitled people. I that are about to come from this message. I won't name names. Mm. Mm, I did. Well, so I was trolling Andy, <laughs> telling him that I was watching the Kardashian show on Hulu. Although I now wonder if us just like talking about it. Okay. As long as we don't say the I, name three have times. Have I infused in your algorithm? Have Have I infused your algorithm yet? <laughs> it's a good thing you're listening to me through headphones because your phones and your smart stuff can't hear me. So I can't like yeah. infuse the air. With celebrity gossip. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I haven't see. I, I think I mentioned this like about a month or two ago that I've been uh, annoyed by how often like the Kardashian news and Kardashian adjacent news pops up in my Google news feed. I thought, you know what? I, I rather than simply complain about this, there are supposedly tools that say, "Give me, show me fewer stories like this." Thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay, supposedly, I'm I'm going to apply that consistent consistently that every single time I'm on Google news. And in whatever section of that newspaper I see a Kardashian-related headline, I'm going to assiduously and religiously thumbs down it to say to get that mm-hmm. pop up that says, "Okay, we will we will show you fewer stor- stories like this." And I've been doing that for two months now, and the best I can say is that I think I'm getting fewer stories that are Kardashian-related. Fewer, but but I don't know for sure. And secondly. I should be. I feel as though I should be getting none. I feel as though every time, the number of times I've I've thumbs down like Met Gala. Hi, congratulations! You just trashed a piece of like fashion history in the name of a fashion gala, and you didn't have to do that. All the, the all the hoo ha about uh, Pete Davidson and all the iterations, all the hoo ha about Kanye and all its iterations, all of the 
sisters and cousins and aunts and whatever and all their stuff. I've I feel as though they Google News should have gotten the message right now that hey, wait a minute. I we can use the 2011 AI model to understand this. He doesn't want any stories of any kind related to the Kardashians. So you still got served served during that time which and they were peak in the news because Kim had done that very dangerous uh, stunt to fit into that yes. aforementioned dress, which is not going to say the, it because it's the, uh, stupid uh, and triggering well, for I'll people. S- I, I will say it in case people don't know. Mar- Marilyn Monroe's uh, yes. iconic and also historically actually very significant dress that he wore to uh, President Kennedy's birthday gala like years and years and years ago. And, I, and uh, the Maybe I screwed it up because YouTube fashion, uh, rather dress, not fashion YouTube, but dressmaking YouTube and historic historian YouTube has been providing me with all oh kinds God, of like, Andy. not, not hot takes, but like, hi, well, I've, here, here's, here's, here's the, here's the like, uh, Martha Washington, uh, party, party gown that I personally restored over the course of 11 years for the Smithsonian. Uh, here is. Uh, another piece of uh, a bog person hunter gatherer gear that uh, we've been trying to stabilize in this other Andy's room. algorithm. Yeah, exactly. And, and <laughs> but but look, here are my credentials, and now I will ha- let you know why it was such a bad idea to have Kim, Kim Kardashian wear that dress even just once, even just on the red carpet. And like, yeah, there's no question about that. So the, that that is the that is the <laughs> that is the source of this problem. Okay, so I'm I'm right now on Google News. I'm going to click on the entertainment tab, and I'm going to scroll to see how long it takes. Uh, so 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 maybe yeah. you, you have a better idea of like how esoteric. Okay, I'm on the one, two, three, four, five, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh story, twelve. 13 it's now this might not be a good comparison because most of the stuff is about johnny depp at this point but continue to scroll continue god that's another rant for another day but well the other thing is there the only news that they would have right now in the feeds is the new episode that just came out on hulu and like what kim talked about in the episode this week and so i yes some people might be rolling their eyes why are these people still talking about the kardashians but I thought this was a very interesting experiment into Andy trying to use the Google tools to try and stifle mention of these people who are extremely always finding a way to be in your face because the way that Kardashians have like solidified their space in the zeitgeist, the reason every freaking member of them gets invited to the Met Gala (laughs) is because they figure out some way to like go into every little category and tag and just like be related to it so that they would get it would get shown up in there. So of course Andy would get served Met Gala looks because Andy likes opera. Andy goes to the Met. Like already Andy, you're the target <laughs> for receiving <laughs> those things. And of course I would receive stuff about that because I like fashion. I like <laughs> celebrities. I like Hollywood gossip. So yeah. of course that came through to me. I'm, I'm impressed. I had to, I, I, I went, I scrolled all the way back to the top. I had to, I had to hit the page down button on this window 12 times before. Okay. A head, and the headline is Harry and Megan welcome Netflix cameras into their mansion to fi- film Kardashian style docuseries. So actually that's not even technically a Kardashian story. So no. maybe, maybe see, all, all I'm saying is that there have been times where I've seen like, I, I'll, I'll I'm, again, I'm not, trying to uh, i i don't hate the kardashian family i'm just saying that okay there you go uh, 
Okay, yes. Here, here's a story about Courtney and Alabama crash Travis Barker's Architectural Digest Home Tour. <laughs> oh, I got served that. I got served that today too on YouTube. But the thing is on YouTube, it was the first thing I saw when I logged on. And I just went there to go watch some music videos yeah. today. And it was like, I was like, really? I just I just um, I just want the option of not knowing me. every detail of their lives. That's all. Like I get if if Well, that's pretty if you had to scroll 12 pages to even find out about I think that's, Courtney that's, and Travis's that's, new house. That's, that's, that's pretty good. Right. I just, I just wish I could me. still, yeah, I just, I just <laughs> still wish that I could just simply say, here is a, and I'm surprised. I, I, I think that there is, but I can't find it. That's how sure I am that this is such a natural thing for it to do. Just simply say, look, here is a hot word. Do not, if the, if the article has this hot word anywhere inside it, do not show me this thing. And so I'm still trying to hide the, the Depp and Amber stuff, but it's really hard because because it's it's like every, I don't want to get into it. You know, yeah. I don't want to get into our podcast today. Exactly. Let's do that. Let's get into some let's get into some. Um, well, not only relative escapism, but also very informative escapism. So we're going to give you a rundown of our part two of Google I.O. Because the thing is, there was so much that happened last week that we didn't get to. And news was pretty light this week. So it gives us a good <laughs> chance to kind of really look in depth into some of the things that we didn't get to cover. Right. And also we're going to talk a little bit about Android 13 because the second beta is out. Um, I haven't been using it much because I'm going to be quite honest. I am preparing myself to cover <laughs> WWDC. Yes. So I need to learn <laughs> this platform in the next three weeks. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing a crash course on iOS I cannot talk to Android right now, so it's just going to have to wait. I will have to let Andy walk us through this one. See, let, let, um, I, I, I will tell you, as someone who has had have, had to cover both for like ten or twenty years, the the difficulty is when you find yourself saying that you know, you know what I thought was a really really interesting thing. It wasn't in the it wasn't in Tim Cook's keynote, but it did come in part of the discussion afterward. Is that they're going to be uh, making sure not have your language settings apply not just installation to installation, but also app to oh no that's actually a feature of android 13 that is i know to do i'm with really iOS scared i'm really scared i'm gonna <laughs> do that I am, I, I'm already like writing about the accessibility settings the other day anyway anyway that's a side note we we will we will talk about that when we get to it so let's take a quick break right now and then when we get back we'll get back to the future well, speaking of wearables, we still have things to say on the Pixel Watch, it turns out. News was a little light this week, but the news that we did have came in the form of some juicy leaks. I don't know how juicy this one is, though, when you bite into it. Great uh, stuff, it though. It's great stuff. If I mean, we, we're looking forward to the new Pixel Watch and just all the stuff we've heard about it now is just great. The stuff they didn't mention is just great. Phil says nothing but optimism. It's just it's just great <laughs> yeah so a source has informed nine to five google while antichrist that the pixel watch is powered by an exynos chip oh all right they're gonna work with samsung that's great that's Goodbye, great hold on, hold on that's one hold on hold on hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, wait 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 it gets worse it gets worse <laughs> that originally debuted with the samsung galaxy watch from 2018 just great i i feel i've got a good feel you know because Apple, they will just throw a brand new, newly designed, state-of-the-art chip that has never been used in a watch before, so God knows mm -hmm. how it's going to. They've decided, no, we want something that's been around for four years, so we know 
exactly how well it performs and how it's not going to catch on fire on your right. wrist unless you know you yeah. want an Apple Watch and you, that's never been proven to not catch fire on your wrist. I think I think it was doing the responsible thing here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The chip, for those who want to go <laughs> Google it, is the Exynos 9110. And that's pretty easy to remember if you're driving and listening to this, I would say, uh, which Samsung used in 2020's Galaxy Watch 3. So if you've got that watch on right now, you are technically wearing the Pixel Watch's SOC, yeah. um, according according to the source that has informed 925 Google. But don't feel so. left out if you have a Galaxy Watch from summer of 2018 because you've also got that same chip. You know, what's funny is I do have a Galaxy Watch from 2018. I probably do have that chip in there. There you go. Uh, the current watch, the one that I was talking about earlier, the Galaxy Watch 4 uses the W920, which Samsung claims delivers CPU performance around 20% better than its predecessor and 10 times better GPU performance. So something to think about in the difference of these two SOCs. Now, 9to5's report does remind us that this new Google Tensor chip in the Pixel 6, they're technically based on an old chip design. So maybe Google is making some optimizations that's going to make the Pixel Watch have a comparable performance. There's always there's always those of us trying to be optimistic about that. Yeah. But, but then you think about this battery size, and it's rumored to have a 300 milliamp battery, which is fine, but it's not... Yeah. You know, it, it's not the kind of thing that you could fall asleep for two days and yeah. not worry about it. If 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 you're looking at a device where the most common complaint is that it uh, it goes, to, it, it, I only have like a day between when I have to charge it up. That's going to be a metric you're absolutely going to need. Now, I mean, I'll uh, I will. Uh, this is a Google podcast. We are. Mm-hmm. I, we're, so we're talking, we're speaking to an audience of people that like Google. So I, I will continue to try to be optimistic. Presumably. Yeah. I mean, I it don't could be know. hate listening the way that True. I hate watch the Kardashians. But so. I, I hope, I hope you hate Google, <laughs> not us, because we're so likable. We're, we're yeah. avuncular to, to a fault. Exactly. Uh, but it's see this, this also though, it, it kind of sheds some light on that, uh, sa- that engineering sample pixel watch that was found in that bar a couple months ago. Where they couldn't mm-hmm. show like what the interface was like because like all they did all they got when they tried to fire it up was uh, just the Google logo and that was it. Maybe they should have let it go for like a few hours. Maybe it's got such a weak CPU that it just takes a few hours to boot up. You know, so and yeah, and, yeah, and maybe yeah, it's because yeah, it yeah. takes that large to charge is why they couldn't get it to, the Qi charger to work with it. It was perfectly functional. <laughs> it's just a piece of junk that works on basically Russian subs from 1974 uh, uh solid state ic technology you know i'm not uh, i'm not optimist uh, i'm sorry to say this out loud and i'm not trying to be a naysayer i really am not but i'm just not optimistic that the pixel watch is going to be something that i dump my samsung watch for let's put it that yeah. way i i think i'm I'm still so happy with the Samsung watch, even with all the faults that I have mentioned on this very podcast and the things that have upset me about it. But I'm still like in terms of tracking. And, you know, we got that good news last week about Samsung announced Health Connect. That's what it was called. I forgot the name of it the other night. Health Connect API. That's going to really help kind of bridge the gap between Android and Samsung. And um, yeah, just be, you know, know, get all this data is collecting, be able to use it outside of a certain one locked in ecosystem would be a really big deal. But yeah, see, I've I've gone from like we're asked last year, 
I was optimistic, but okay, well, maybe what we've been waiting for is finally Google to make their own watch hardware and to make the OS work with this hardware. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. That's that's going to be the that's going to be finally the the Android Wear uh, watch that's going to stay on my wrist forever. And now, uh, if this even before Google I/O, I was like, I'm going to wait to see. Even if there's a pre-order, like immediately, I'm going to wait to see what it's like and hope and hope for the best I, I probably will wind up buying one anyway just to have it for the library and now we'll see and with, with this with with this which is a rumor granted 95 uh, google has says they have a source that's not like oh we I was i was on the reddit and i saw this thing from this guy so they're sticking their neck out a little bit for this so it's not it's not a fact but it's better it's better than oh just some dude on the internet told me this but it's like now i'm like I am going to have to either wait for Google to send me like a review unit that I can play with hands on for about a month, or I'm going to have to wait to see what people who did get review units have to say about it before I even risk any amount of money on it, even just as like a library thing. Because at this point, I feel like I put so much faith in this platform that has not been returned in any way, shape or form. And I, I would feel like a dope for even spending whatever the purchase price is going to be likely to, I'm guessing 250 at least minus the $110 in store credit that I have, even for $150, I, I think I would much rather put that cash to $150 in, ca- in my own actual cash towards again, of whatever the good, like late 2022 yeah. Fitbit color screen or the late 2022, uh, uh, Garmin fitness watches. And I've, I, I, I I respect your opinion on the Samsung watch, but having refreshed my refreshed my and updated my knowledge about exactly how many Samsung apps you have to install and how many accounts you have to create and how much data you have to give Samsung in order to make the damn thing work the way that you kind of want it to work. It's like, yes. I'm not comfortable with that. I, I'm, I, I will think- say they up the security on their account which I appreciate, even though it is a total pain in my butt, but, and I have like the longest password on there. So <laughs> But, you know, it's it's fine. I appreciate that because it used to be way too easy to log in. Um, also, there's like. Uh, anyway, there's a lot that we could talk about it, but but I'll save a little bit for that, because exactly. you know what? As soon as when this watch comes out, I am probably going to say it again. So let's talk very quickly about the Pixel Buds Pro. And so, yes, we talked about that last week, but there's a little inklings because remember, these aren't available until July, but at least they'll be available sooner than the Pixel Watch. So the Pixel Buds Pro are going to have a competitively fast charging speed. Now, this is cool, okay, because I primarily uh, let me read you the news first and then I'll tell you my opinion. Uh, (laughs) So the Pro specs have become public through the Buds Pro's wireless power consortium filings. So that's always a good indicator of what's coming next. The Buds Pro will accept 2.5 watt Qi charging compared to the AirPods Pro's 1.7 1.7 watt and oh, Sony, Sony <laughs> WF. Hold on, hold on. 1000 XM4s, five watt charging. Hey, can, can, I, can we just can yes. we just mention that is a ten syllable product name <laughs> compared okay, to I'm annoyed two syllables for the Buds Pro, three I'm syllables for the AirPods Pro. <laughs> I know I'm annoyed because gadgets was about the new Sony cans that came out this week. The W. H, the WH 1000 XM5s. And so I've had to like say that over and over and over again the last two days. And yep. so I'm annoyed. That's why I just want to put that out there. But sorry, it's all good. Uh, I love the wireless charging ability on my Galaxy Buds 2. 
yes, the Galaxy Buds 2 are the ones that I have. I love them so much. I have a little wireless charging pad over here right now, actually. And because my buds are in a cute little Kirby case, they're just like on the wireless charging pad charging right now. Like, and then when I go upstairs to go to bed to watch TV, I just pop on my ear and it's all charged. I like, I like this. The fast wireless charging, because sometimes you just need to charge the whole dang case before you leave the house and you yeah. want to be able to do it really quick. But of course, nothing beats the tether charging. So, yeah. And and also remember that the Pixel 6 and the Pixel 5 um, have uh, battery sharing. So you can just drop. Oh, the, yeah. Just drop the case right. on the back of the phone. It will charge them up. Although with like 30 some hours of like extended battery life it's like eh, i don't i don't think i will be away from away from a charging port longer than so long that i would want to steal battery from my pixel yeah i don't that that i'm still a little weird about i kind of get it on the galaxy ultra series because that's a 5000 milliamp battery in that yeah. thing and not to mention like samsung fast charging and everything the pixel has it too but there's just something about taking your phone's life that <laughs> yes. seems wrong you know versus like a, a dedicated battery for it so that's just my personal feelings on that all right so first things first this is really hot on my mind this week in particular because there was a little a little inkling of uh, a new apple payment schematic <laughs> that's coming through the pipeline and so maybe immediately go back to thinking about google wallet Last week, we found out that it's getting a whole kind of rebrand situation yet again. Yet again. Not Google. Because not 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 Captain Consistency. It's it's that was my sarcastic to, response. I'm sorry. It speaks to how fragmented some of these divisions are, I feel. Or just like some new manager comes in and is like, hey, yeah, we'll just take the old name. But anyway, I guess branding is still there. Yeah. So Google Wallet will remain. It'll just replace the Google Pay that you have on your phone. I imagine Google Pay will exist continually on the internet. I don't know. We don't know. Just look for the Google logo at this point. Uh, but Wallet is going to integrate all forms of cards, passes, IDs, and tickets. And yes, actually, Google is working with states right now in the United States to get that ID certification through. Also, I found out, by the way, student IDs is a thing that you can get digital, which that's pretty yeah. cool. I guess uh, college campuses have been doing it with Apple Passbook already. So that's kind of those are really nice, like neat little things to have a uh, balance of transit cards. Yeah. Now, the nice thing is that once you do put your passes and your payment cards into Google Wallet, other apps will be able to see those. So, uh, you know, when you go into Google Maps, if you are like, hey, how much will it cost for me to take the bus from here to there? Then, you know, it'll pop up and say, here's your transit card and how much you have, how much money you have left on it, which is super helpful. And um, also, and this is what made me uh, think about the Apple payment thing that came out this week, which is that apparently Apple's working on a thing where you can like tap your phone to another person's phone and it'll just send money over. So this one, the Google Wallet version, is it can transmit card data via QR code and NFC. So that's pretty, that's going to be pretty helpful, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm just glad to hear that this is, 
it's it's it seems it seems super simple and okay maybe it's a small incremental step forward that okay so you're storing like i, I can give you an, a scan of a card or a scan of an id and you will display that scan or i can do a web a, a screen grab of the qr code that i got in a, in a ticket and it can display that thing okay well again you're basically giving me a super semi-sophisticated photo album app this is the sort of integration that I'm sort of I was sort of hoping for when we get like wallet apps, like the stuff where it can tell you that oh by the way the the fare that the fare for this route that my Google Maps is about to recommend to you is going to be uh, eleven dollars. You seem to have like only uh, eight dollars left on your Charlie card for the MBTA, so you're gonna have to want to top that off if you're going to be paying for that stuff. And that's stuff that you have to give permission to use. Uh, and, I was and, just gonna say yeah. you got to give permission for that. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It is. It is a bummer when you have this push button world of the future, but you still have to. It's the dream is to be able to leave the house with just your phone and be sure that nothing is nothing bad is going to happen. And when it happens, where no, but you also you you have to make sure that I have my student ID card just in case, or I have to make sure that I have my discount passed in case, or I'm going to definitely print out the Q. I'm going to definitely still going to screenshot this QR code and leave it in my photo album just in case this ticket that was supposed to blow in there directly from uh, my my email didn't actually blow in there or blew in there in a form in which Mr. Conductor does not approve of. People are going to hate this, by the way. This move to digital. Payment, everything. I am all for it. Everything I pay for is digital now. I hate it when I have to whip out my wallet to pay for something. I'm very inconvenienced. Uh, And I can't wait, by the way, to just show my ID to the bouncer. (laughs) I'm so over this. Take out your ID. Let me look at it with a black light. Like, man, I have a young kid. I pay taxes. I have a mortgage. Like, let me into the freaking bar. I'm just going to get a little champagne and this leave. Is, this isn't one of those things where I, where I titter and giggle and say, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm being carded. <laughs> I'm actually annoyed by this. But that, but that, yeah, I'm super but, annoyed. But that's, but, that's a, but that's also a great example where it's like, you don't, uh, Mr. Bouncer or Ms. Bouncer or whatever your yes. pronoun is, Bouncer. You, it's you, usually you a, a all, gruff looking <laughs> Whoever it person. is, it's either, it, it, they have that sort of intimidation. So, But it's mm-hmm. like, you, no, you don't need to know what my home address is. No, you don't need to know all the other personal information that's on my state-issued ID. All my height. Need, all you need to know. My eye color. <laughs> but but yeah, but I mean. If you, I'm a donor, what do you care? Right. But but the, but something it? like but something like your address is like I don't again I don't I I would feel better if that person doesn't know that oh this person actually lives just like two blocks away from here so if like for some reason I want to beat the crap out of this person or if I see that oh wow he's got an expensive camera and I just was hired as a temp because I'm a friend of someone else's friend and I just got out of jail like two days ago having committed a series of thefts and assaults I'm definitely going to hang around that place two blocks away and just just things like that and so th- those. Those are, the, those are the sort of things that this unyet un, uh, undefined like digital state ID program is going to solve. It's even because even when like your uh, a state trooper pulls you over for whatever traffic infraction that the stupid lying liar whose lying mouth is full of lies lies about how you know you were speeding. I was just coasting downhill, sir. I was coasting downhill. It's even even in a situation like that, you don't have to hand over an actual ID. You simply hold up a phone that you can keep your keep complete control of, and that they have some sort of an access reader that simply gets the data that they only the data that they need to confirm that yes, you have a valid driver's license, and yes, you are the person who that, that license was issued to. That is a huge step forward. That's going to be interesting. Um, I'm really looking forward to the new Google Wallet. I can't wait for it to come out. And yeah, 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 they do the whole naming thing. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> Um, I, 
our next little bit, I kind of want to walk back on. So last week, Google showed us scene exploration, which is very cool. Like the demo was showing how there's different chocolates on the wall. And this person was looking for a very specific kind of chocolate from a very specific region for a very specific dietary restriction. And the the Google Lens was able to just pick it out from the shelves, which is very neat. Totally something I'm going to use. I use Google Lens all the time, by the way, because my Tamagotchi speak Japanese and I don't. <laughs> so and I want to know what they're saying to me. And, you know, maybe they're crying and I, I don't know if they're asking for specific food. So it helps me with that. Now, I thought that Google's so-called one more thing at the very end, the AR glasses that they showed, would have some sort of visual, uh, would be like this feature. But this is actually a different feature altogether from what that Google one more thing translation set of glasses was about. So I apologize because I was not aware of that distinction until actually earlier this week. Anyway, all I really do like the way they're improving Google Lens, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. It's been really helpful, yeah. not just because of the translation feature, but also also because I've been trying to decorate the house and figuring out like what looks good with what is it's been kind of hard for a person like me. Yeah, it's it, it really is kind of like this secret power that they've been. It, it was a nice feature. It was always a really cool feature, especially, hey, I'm going to hold up. I don't know what this sign says. I'm going to hold up the my magic phone to it. And magic mm-hmm. window is going to not just simply tell it what it says, but it's going to superimpose. It's going to change the, the letters magically to uh, from Spanish to English or whatever. Um, but it's nice that they're figuring out ways to take this and abstract it even more. Just the ability to like be and be on a web page, and we, we all use like reverse image search for. Hey, wait a minute, mm-hmm. Had, was this artwork stolen from someplace else? Or I want to credit. I want to credit the real Am photographer. Am I being catfished? It could yeah, exactly something <laughs> like that. But oh wow, it's, it it turns out this person who likes me on Tinder was modeling for a line of like hair hair care products in 1983. Wow, I'm 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 about to date a supermodel. Wow, wonderful. Uh, but 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 it's, but it's nice to be able to say, oh, you know what? I really like those boots that I'm, that I'm seeing like on this uh, in this picture. But I really I, I wonder if they have something like that, but in 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 nine and a half wide, and I want them to be sort of like a calfskin instead of black, and to be able to say boots like this, except for calfskin, and it understands <laughs> it understands that well because and well how, how many times no animal product true okay no <laughs> double t- double no. lining calfskin, uh, but I'm sorry that that okay that was a tacky uh, no 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 it's okay sure. but, actually I'm, but what, I'm what i'm getting at is that there's there's so many there's so many times where i'm sure i'm sure you've been through this i'm sure everyone's been through this where there's this thing you're trying to find and you know you can picture it in your mind you can even draw a picture of it but you can't find it online because you don't know what the technical the actual word that describes this is because you know that there's a type of faucet that is actually called a jablonski faucet and if you were to simply search for jablonski style faucets you would find a million of them all shapes and sizes and prices but you don't so you've they're like faucets that kind of flare out a little bit at the end. And instead of having a pipe that connects it, it's kind of a flexible hose. So you can, and, but, the, and, and then the day comes where you 
for whatever reason, you come across the actual technical term for this thing you've been searching for for three years, and suddenly, oh my god, you <laughs> it's, it's like you just became Superman or something. Where, where this, they're suddenly appearing everywhere around you, and you have all the information you need. So Google Lens lets you do stuff like that. And that's like the sort of thing where that that's the sort of those are the sort of announcements where I'm thinking I'm, I'm actually taking my hands off the keyboard a moment to say that feature is incredibly relevant to my interest. It is practical, functional and accessible. It is not something that <laughs> unlike the glasses that you demoed, it's not something that a I have to wonder if you're ever going to ship these things and b if you're ever if you're going to ship them at a price that I can logistically afford. Oh goodness. Well, <sighs> Google made so many more other announcements last week too, and now, it, and now it, once again, we are running out of time because we yeah. have more that that we got to get to. So I just want to quickly mention these. Uh, the Nest Hub is getting a look and talk and quick phrases feature, but my understanding is that's only coming to the second gen Nest Hub, mm. the Nest Hub Max. So it's kind of a bummer for folks with other smart displays, but I'm very curious what they're going to update us with this year. So let's stay tuned for that. AI Test Kitchen is going to be really interesting for developers. It'll allow them to get a more practical demo of new language processing models. Um, so they're not just like thinking about it in theoreticals, but also they can, you know, give it yeah. tasks, give it things to do and um, get it, get it in movement. That's, that's, that's a much more, that's a much better uh you can, see, you can see how not only have they improved these advanced ma- uh, language models since last year, they've also improved their t- their understanding of how to actually demonstrate it and explain it since right. in the past year. Because last year, so and to show you how wonderful this, this language processing here, uh, here's have a have a conversation with this uh, this paper airplane. Like, thank God, I've that's something that's been holding me back in my productivity since I was a small child, not being able to actually have a conversation with a paper airplane. But this one, it's like the ability to say. Uh, what steps what what steps i'm going to need to do if i want to like paint my garage and instead sort of like looking for an article that happens to have that kind of text in it and then calling out that that highlighting that text it can understand the nature of that request process the language and actually create that kind of a list uh that's interesting i don't i don't know the, they they were they they keep they continue to talk about this as a demonstration and as a way of like teaching its own models how to work better as opposed to for it's god's for, for, for god's sake so if you say hey, here's how to safe here's how to safely like replace the re- replace a propane tank in a in a camper like no for god's sake run this by somebody who actually knows how to do this before you blow yourself up that's, 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 maybe that, in that's, 10 years yeah maybe not now but maybe in 10 years that's a possibility andy you you never know that that reminds me of the same thing that, that i thought of in that scene exploration demo where they demonstrate it with oh see here's a display of chocolates at the store and so if i want to say go show me the chocolates that have been oh, that have been like ethically sourced beans from south america i like dark chocolate and i like the like low sugar and suddenly it's like the the scene goes dark and spotlights are hitting like different bars of chocolate and i'm like what a sketchy thing to like demonstrate it with because if i had like a if i had like a nut allergy <laughs> I am not, I I think Google is wonderful. I think they do great stuff. I would not trust an AI to make damn sure that there are like, show me only ones that will not kill me if I have a nut allergy. I'm I'm still going to read those labels Ooh. really carefully. <laughs> yeah. 
That's a good point. I'm a, this, this, this is why when, it, when, I've, when I've been explaining that feature for the past couple of weeks, I've been using explain. Oh, how about a display of phone chargers where you just ask, like, show me one second quick charge an iPhone 13 Pro because people are not going to instantly think about, oh, so if this technology screw that I don't understand how it works screws up, me and my child, my child could be in trouble. Oh, no. Well, on that note, this feels like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> like sorry. a good I'm, I'm time for us to take a quick little break. Now, remember, we didn't get like fully through everything in Galeo, but that was pretty much all the really big news. So you can catch up on all of that across the internet. There's so much more that's coming that we can get to. But let's take a quick break because when we get back, we're going to talk about some real stuff. Well, there were some bits of the Google I.O. keynote that I wanted us to kind of just talk about very quickly because, because frankly, we wouldn't be doing our jobs if we didn't mention it. So last week, Google announced that it was open sourcing the Monk Tone Scale, the re- real tone filters and standards. And what's interesting about this is that, guess what? Some of this was based on initiatives that were co-founded by Timnit Gebru, Dr. Gebru, who we have talked about time and time again about what happened. She was fired from Google for speaking up about a very, mm, shall we say, biased language model. Let's just put it out there. Uh, I wanted to bring this up very quickly because when Google did this whole beautiful montage of how Real Tone is making people feel included, there were a lot of tweets from friends who have been who have felt excluded throughout their lives because of this very thing. And so I felt really conflicted saying anything about how cynical I feel (laughs) about this particular feature, because I am not the person that is affected by these things, but I have also seen how people have been affected (laughs) So it's it's just like this weird, I just want to call out the fact that we're like in this really weird time where it looks like companies are trying to do good by the people. And in some respects, they are because there are people behind these features that are being made that are saying like, we want to do good. I'm here at this company because I want to do good. But you can't take those without considering all the cones and the buildings that got knocked down and the people who got fired, the people who got overlooked, the people who, you know, didn't have credit given to them. Like you have to take that into consideration with all of the good advancements that are happening. Because I saw a lot of news outlets were like, this is so great. Like we're having more inclusivity in Google's algorithms, which is like, sure, yes. And that is great. Uh, But it's a lot like, It's a lot like when we started including plus size models in in uh, clothing catalogs. It doesn't take away all of the bad stuff that happens in the modeling industry. And like it doesn't, you know, now there are beauty standards for plus size models. You know what I mean? So it was just we need to remember all of this. Yeah. And so I guess I just wanted to offer a PSA about it, really. No, mm. that, that's that's very true. And, and a, another problem is that when you have people who are on the outside of the problem, like myself, who are saying, oh, see, isn't this, uh, isn't this wonderful? Like, again, I've, I've never, I have not spent my lifetime dealing with film cameras and digital cameras that do not like reflect my skin tone accurately. Uh, just like I have not uh, had, pro- I have not had problems with, uh, uh, acknowledgement of contribution of uh, of white men 
uh, in engineering positions and how many how many new hires that they've had during a, a certain period that have been boosting up those really deficient white man white man uh, engineered numbers so while we hmm. so it's possible for when a white guy is uh, is reporting on this say, you see progress is being made everything's getting better yeah. Wow, this is great, and I'm glad that you finally put a woman on the on the board of the company. However, explain now you need to really explain to me in detail what you've done to make sure that if I have a master's in engineering and I'm a woman who and I'm I'm hired, uh, I'm not going to wind up glass ceiling in customer support. Whereas the dude who was hired next to me with the exact same credentials is being put on a vice presidency track. Tell me about that. So right. that's why it's it's important to see the entire board, and it's important to make sure that. We don't pick and choose. We, we've, we've, uh, we, a lot of us are optimists, and we like to think that things are getting better, and we will latch on with desperation, like a Titanic survivor to a deck chair floating. That oh look, look at this! They promoted this person. Isn't that great? Oh look, who's giving the demonstration of this technology? You see, this isn't a horrible, horrible industry in which they brutally beat down anybody who doesn't match a certain preset model of who an engineer yeah. is in technology. Anyway, I'm just a I'm also just a cynic because I watch a lot of TV. So I see a lot of commercials and I see what the marketing has been like. Oh, yeah. You know, and and I am of the generation that really grew up with marketing. Just anyway. Anyway, all things taken in consideration. Now, there were a couple other like little things that we didn't touch upon. Google Translate it, adding uh, support for 24 new languages, including a spectrum of indigenous languages, which I think is just that's great. Um, that was that was that was interesting. We talked about uh, Dr. Yeah. Gebru. That was another thing that the paper that she co-authored, uh, uh, Stoachic. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. There, there, it was it was a very comprehensive. Again, she co-wrote with like four other people. It was a very comprehensive look at what artificial intelligence can negate in terms of equality, and one of them is that. Uh, because artificial intelligence is trained using whatever examples are already there, like if they need to, for, to train it on a language, it needs immense truckloads of examples of that language. That means that languages that are not that languages they're more that the AI is more likely to be trained upon are languages that are found on the internet, which means that you start off with a language like English, which is limited to right. a certain number of countries, but also the only people who are speaking it. Uh, speaking the using these examples that are being fed to the AI are people who have access to the internet, so that will also exclude uh, people of a certain economic status uh, or a certain ge- uh, geographical status, but they don't have access to the internet. And so people uh, and so people who speak languages that are not as popular as the top three, the top four, as long as if it's not English or Chinese, are likely to be left out of this. Uh, and also, it means that. If there is a dialect that is in the, in a South American country, for instance, if there is a dialect of the dominant language that has been practiced for uh, for five hundred mm-hmm. years and is recognized by linguists as something distinct, it's not likely to be picked up, and so therefore it's going to be negated because suddenly this is a part of the internet. This is the part of communications that can't be translated. So it's a very very big deal if they're saying uh, if they're saying here are 24 new languages that we're supporting we didn't support last year it, it was all, I, my ears also like kind of pricked up as they're talking about a new language uh, excuse me a new model that they were using for creating these translators that don't that doesn't necessarily need examples of translated text in order to create this translation model it doesn't need explicit translation pairs so if there's like a language where there isn't <laughs> there isn't like a version of reddit being practiced by the by the 
only 2 million people in the world who speak this language where there isn't a translation guide already existing. They can actually just with enough examples of this one language on its own, figure out how to create a translation model for it. And that's, that's the sort of stuff that leads to better, more equality and better access for everybody. I mean, it makes sense too, because not every language is built like English. Yeah. And that's why Google Translate has had such a hard time translating Japanese for so long. That was always kind of a pain point for them. Um, you know, even sometimes I wonder if the translation of my Tamagotchi is truly accurate, <laughs> to be quite frank. No, I'm being very honest with you, okay. uh, cause I'll translate it and then I'll go online and read the fan translations and they're very different, two yeah. very different things. So it's interesting. Uh, now, another little interesting bit was one that, uh, I, I was quickly looking for the, I was quickly looking for the get, which is the ad center, the My Ad Center. This is new. And this is meant to give you more control over what ads you see or don't see. This is very much a move against Meta and its practices that it's known for. Also, I realize I probably need to turn down my voice because it's sleepy time for kiddo upstairs. Just in case anybody's wondering why I might start uh, why, whispering. Why, the, why, there's, why there's suddenly a lot more presence on her microphone. Yeah, I just, I just realized I'm like <laughs> screaming. Uh, so this my ad center. Now, now we have to talk about it very, very quietly. <laughs> it makes the new no. Uh, so what it does is it gives you control of your ad. So what you do is you would go into uh, like the the more settings button, and like Andy mentioned earlier in the podcast today about how you would tell Google to stop showing him stuff about the Kardashians, you would do this for a certain ad. So you'd go in and say like, show me less ads like this. Or whatever. It's not fully live yet, as far as I know, but I did get to see a demo of it. And um, you're basically teaching Google how to target you at the end of the day. Yeah. The same the same way that when you tell your Google feed what to deliver to you in the Discover feed, let's say on your Android device, you're telling it exactly how you want to be targeted. And so it's the same thing here, but it just, you know, at least you get to have control over it. Yeah, in and some that, capacity, you you already have some control where there's that that little X and O on, attached to a Google ad that if you that you never I never ever click because I'm scared they'll click on the actual ad itself. But actually, I want to click on this little Google control that makes a pop up come up saying, "Why do you oh, what feedback on this ad? Do you do you like it? Do you not like it? Like, okay, so why do you, don't you like it? Oh, because again, I I I, I have joked often online about. <laughs> I, I when I, when I've mentioned about like putting on astronaut diapers, I've made it's making jokes about being able to watch the entire Lord of the Rings saga without having to do a bathroom break. I don't need adult diapers, so please stop it, stop advertising, or at least wait another like twelve years at least before you even bring it up again. Please, thank you. Mm -hmm. But at mm -hmm. least this makes it front and center, and 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 you're right. It's like it's not what people really want. It's like you are annoying the hell out of me with these ads. Stop annoying me. And it's not going to stop my kiddo from seeing ads on like YouTube kids and stuff. That's yeah, the other exactly. thing is. Why, why are you, it's mm -hmm. like, okay, th thank you very much for giving me this kind of useful thing. Why, when are you going to work on this thing where like there's some sort of like really, really bizarre slimy porn ad or excuse me, put like porn video that, that because it's like technically a cartoon is in or is even labeled TikTok. for kids. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want Mona to be exposed to that at such a young age yeah. because it's such a like media 
anyway, anyway, we could we have to have a whole episode just about like family stuff because I have become more incensed over the years. Um, there's also a remove my personal info from search results option that Google uh, introduced last week, which is kind of more to keep you keep the the bad stuff out of the top level search results. But um, it doesn't necessarily, you know, as in the example that we used two weeks ago, um, this is escaping my mind right now. Like a home address or like a, a, a phone number. Oh. Frantone. We oh, were talking right. about sorry, Frantone. Fran right. Yes. Where the, where the number one search result is, is, is Fran, is Fran Blanche a mm-hmm. blank. And, you know, that's not the number one yeah. suggested question that you want to have when people are looking this, for This you. is for personal information though. Right. So this is for like your address and your social security number, your phone number and stuff like that, which I appreciate. But again, this is not going to keep people from paying Spokio $8 to yeah. get your information because there's still scrapers out there that can do that. So at least they won't be first thing on Google. So that's one thing to to think about. Um, and just very lastly, very notably, was all the PR pushes of, of just Google's warm embrace around your life. Um, things that we heard a lot of, <clears throat> we keep more people safe online than anyone else in the world. We never sell your personal data. We never use race, health, or religion to target ads. Granted, you might not want to see that ad <laughs> from that weird cult that is advertising on here, but it doesn't mean yeah. <laughs> that we're keeping the religion from you. <laughs> yeah. That, but that, that second one really is important. There, the number of times just uh, I was just tweeting like little reactions to the keynote last week and the number of times on Twitter, like, yeah, but I'm not going to use that because they're going to sell my they're going to sell my home address to people who are going to for a water like cooler company or whatever. And said, no, they don't do that. They don't sell. They they really don't sell your personal information because then that that information would be in the hands of other people monetizing it when they want to monetize it for themselves. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, I sometimes feel weird trying to, trying to defend Google on on all thing of all things how how much they protect your personal privacy, but it's like don't. There, there's enough to blame them for that they actually do. Don't blame them for something they don't do, which is if someone wants to know like what your your, your home address, they cannot slide uh, slide a crisp ten dollar bill across the desk, and then someone at Google will sell the, sell you uh, sell them your address. And what they didn't say is we won't allow the police to subpoena your yeah. information. <laughs> so don't commit crimes because Google might be subpoenaed. Geofence warrants. Yeah. I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. Uh, Very quickly, let's talk. I keep saying very quickly. The thing is, Google I.O. is such a big show. So, yes, we've got a couple long podcasts in the books, but it's okay. This is giving you the full full study guide, the cliff notes. Remember those, folks? (laughs) Uh, Android 13, some fun things to note. Material U is expanding. It's getting media controls that are going to be completely material you overhauled. You can actually see it now in the beta if you get the beta installed. Um, one little minor annoyance, though, is that the navigation buttons are a lot smaller <laughs> than the play and pause button. So for skippers, that might be an insult, an insulting little thing. Uh, theming options are actually going to affect the third-party app icons, but the app developer does need support it. So developers, anybody who's listening out there, please. Do right by your fellow Android users. <laughs> also, there's going to be preset color themes. So the Material U theming was not 
the end all be all that we got in Android 12. It is clearly kind of still in the works. Yeah. Okay. It's nice it's to be good. able to say, I like blue. Please give me blue. Exactly. Give me more. But or in my case, I like pinks and purples and cyans. Like, don't go out of that. <laughs> you don't need to give me others. Oh, uh, listeners, I, I, again, you can't see the video feed of uh, Flo's office. I can. I can affirm that she <laughs> likes pinks and purples. And <laughs> hey, man, you got one life to live. You might as well make it look like it's 1999 <laughs> all the time. Why the heck not? Uh, better security is promised in Android 13 and to end RCS encryption and messages. It's not stopping the spam, though, by the way. <laughs> Have you, if you go on the Android tag on Twitter, whenever you get a chance to go down the rabbit hole, there's been a lot of people this week in particular complaining about spam coming to RCS in other countries. Mm-hmm. And that, so that's an interesting thing, but it'll be end to end encrypted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a new security and privacy settings page. This, you know, it's a central location to kind of show you like a, a readout of your privacy. It's the same thing that Google did with permissions a couple of Android versions back. So it's just kind of a way to make it, just make it available to you. But I, I do have to say, Andy, I don't know how effective these are for people who don't want to go digging into the settings to go look for this. Yeah. But it is better than having to dig through lots of different yes. settings areas. That's one of the things that a few years ago, Google really got dinged on by regulators and investigators that, hey, you're so you have this one big switch that says turn off my location tracking, but to actually get Google to not find out where you are, here are like eight different features you have to turn off, the none of which simply seem to say, please, Google, I don't want you to know where I am at any given moment. Another fun little thing coming to Android 13 is you can limit what photos and videos an app can access. And now this is something that is also available in the betas. So if you want to try it out, you can try it out now. There's going to be tighter app restrictions on access to your data or notifications. We'll see that, I think, a little more when it's uh, when it's fully here. Ability to automatically delete your clipboard history. That's very helpful if you're hiding something. Yeah, well, that, that's a surprise party. Yeah. A surprise party. Well, no, that's but th- what th- I mean. That's a, that's a popular attack vector where people who put put malware in will take will. Mm-hmm. It, it used to be very very easy to uh, take a look at your clipboard. So if you've got oh great, here's my password manager. I'll I'll I'll, I'll copy my credit card number from here and paste it into there. So I, whereas on the 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 app that protected that data is very well secured, but the clipboard that you use to paste it into another app is not secure. So. That so now it'll like at a, at a certain after a certain amount of time it'll automatically just like wipe your clipboard history so you another I may or may not be making a Chrissy Teigen face by the way <laughs> just thinking about my own my own use of the clipboard uh, smart home by the way matter support was announced at Google I O and matter support is coming to Android so Android thirteen will be able to act as the sort of like log on bridge for all of your new things. I don't think that's going to fix the mess that is the Google Home app, but at least it's, you know, going to be helpful. Oh, yeah, there's device controls, by the way. Hmm. Hmm. Support for super low power Bluetooth LE audio. Uh, that's going to be great for people with like hearing aids and other sort of uh, sound sound aids that are being used. Ability to set a different language per app. I'm really excited for this one because I keep trying to hold on to my Romanian and sort of like the best way for me to do it is by just using an app in Romanian. Yeah. But I don't want to use the whole interface, you know, so sometimes it's, it's a right. neat option. No, no, I, I know it's a- going to be... 
it's good a, for bilingual folks. But. It's it's such a simple thing that I would never have thought of until like they introduced this as a feature. The idea that like people people who might be using like uh, Weibo to talk to like relatives in China, right. but the rest of their the rest of their lives like as a first uh, first generation it's American true. True. is going to be completely in English. But no, I don't want you give give me the interface, give me all the yeah. So yeah, that that does make complete sense. Why why do I have to create an entire separate account to be using a, a different language as the primary language for certain apps? I'm very curious how it's going to work with Gboard because right now Gboard gets a little confused about whether I'm typing Romanian or English. <laughs> It's been pretty bad lately. Yeah. I don't know what's going on over there, but maybe it's my typing style has gotten mushy. Lastly, and we all know this about Android 13 because of what we know from Android 12L, but tablets are a thing now. Android 13 will have all the requisite like UI uh, up to snuffs that you need to have a tablet interface. And Google announced that it is updating and optimizing 20 of its own apps. For the tablets, finally. So <laughs> good, good for you. Thanks Eleven, for joining us in 2022. Yeah, Google. eleven years after the introduction of the iPad, you decided that your own damn apps should look good on something larger than a phone screen. Years after iPad OS, years after Holy Apple heavens. said, "You know what? This, this isn't going to be a one size fits all thing. Let's make a right. different OS for the tablet." We we are we, when we developed the iPad, we gave you a way to run an iPhone app, just scaled and zoomed up to fill the screen, pretty much to show you how much that sucks and why we want all of our developers to write proper exactly. tablet apps. So it's not exactly. so it's not it's not just like all the support they're putting in for uh, tablet UIs. It's also that the, the, some of the videos coming out from Google I/O, Google I/O are okay. Now here's here's the here's the phone version of your app, and here's what you have to do to like to not just technically speaking, but logically. Here's a scrolling list you can have on here. Here's a content view area you can put here don't just please don't don't just like have the ability to resize a window to fit the tablet screen because we hate that and we i mean us as humanity i'm speaking now not as a user interface engineer on the material design team but as a as a fellow human that you should have an inherent inherent love for and inherent respect for because we are not we are the same species we say, share the same basic dna is not that worth something <sighs> Well, we've reached the end of the maelstrom of news, and we didn't even get through all of it, but that's it. We, we are finished. I am cleansing my hands of Google I.O. for the year. Yes. I'm done. I'm done. And now I just have to wait for the so-called Pixel hardware devices to appear. I'm just waiting for Android 13 to become a thing of my everyday. Um, Andy, let me ask you. What what was kind of your high point? What is the thing you are most looking forward to out of the entire show that you've had some time to think about it? Uh, as a personally speaking, I would probably be yes. the Pixel Buds. It's the one thing that I'm saying that you know what I don't care. I'm definitely buying that because I, okay. it's a product. I, I have the cheap version that I got for free. I like them very much. I like what they're doing to make them better, and I've been using them far beyond just using them for music. Um, as someone who keeps an eye on such things, I'm just so glad that Google is finally getting on the, the, the tablet bandwagon because, I mean, there's just, it's been kind of embarrassing that Android is it, – it's, it's just for so long it seemed as though – Google had whatever faction is behind Chrome OS has decided that no 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 if we pro, if we promote uh, Android as a productivity platform then people aren't going to be buying Chromebooks we want to position the Chrome OS as our productivity platform and mm -hmm. Android as our mobile like phone platform and 
good heavens, having using uh, using an iPad Pro as one of my primary platforms is just so wonderful. It's, a tablet is something a thin a tablet running an OS that's designed specifically for tablets and not to be like Windows, like it can run a desktop, it could run on whatever else. As good as that yeah. is, it's it's such a cool thing. And Google just decided that you know what, we're not even going to enter that race. We're not even going to we're not even going to uh, put a car on the track. We're just going to give up on that thing entirely. And it seems as though that make that leaves them really well positioned for the next generation of foldable phones. That I hope are, I hope that we see a steady decline in prices. I hope that we start to see where if I walk into yep. the phone store with a thousand dollars, I can either buy a moderately priced phone with as much storage as I could possibly want, a premium phone that is has a reasonable amount of whatever, or I can buy a folding phone somewhere in the mid range. I've I've loved to have those three options available to me for the same amount of uh, amount of money and it be useful for three, four, or five years. And I don't think we're there yet, but I think we're going to be there soon. And Android is the only the, as one of the t- only two games in town for mobile upper mobile OSs. Right. Uh, and they're the only company that is actually supporting folding screens at this point. So I hope that I hope that they get something out there before Apple decides to just run the table by saying, yeah, not only did we not only did we think this through correctly, not only are we going to be creating awesome hardware that people are just going to be like have this love instinct for, but we're also going to have the ability to absolutely browbeat and arm twist all of our developers and force them into supporting them in a glorious way. So that was good. And I can also say that um, I'm really, really, really liking the sleeping Pikachu stuffed doll that's on your sofa behind you. I've been sort of distracted by it. You just noticed? It's my it's little a, pillow. It's adorable. It's my little, nap, it's my little napping pillow. Uh, I've actually enlarged like the window because I'm like, okay, it's definitely Pikachu. That, oh, it's a napping Pikachu. Oh. It's from Target, by the way. If anybody wants to go, they still have them, and they have giant Snorlaxes. They're about thirty bucks. <laughs> it's not. It's not bad. My mom bought it for me, which is very nice of her to think of me to buy me that. Nice. Her thirty-six-year-old daughter. <laughs> she you gets know? you. <laughs> Once, exactly. No, sincerely, yeah. I mean that. Um, never. I always tell my mom, never stop making me an Easter basket. Yep. Doesn't matter how old I am. Uh, as for me, I have to tell you. I, again, I said this before, I wish I was in person at the show for a lot of reasons. I also am glad I was not, but, um, I definitely miss that. The other thing is I am really hoping this pixel seven, whatever, I know it wasn't really a big thing at Google IO, but I'm really hoping that it'll bring me back to the Google hardware ecosystem. Yeah. We'll see. Can't can't talk about it yet. Not until October. Right. So we shall see. Yeah. We shall see. Well, the good news is we've got plenty more stuff coming up, Andy. So we've got plenty more to look forward to. This is not the end of the road for us. This is the end of the podcast, though. Uh, and this, po- th- this, this is- podcast, not the entire. This is not our final episode. No, no, no just the the end. If this, if this were the final episode, episode, I would have had a cake. Definitely. If this were the, uh, we we would do a lot more. But um, Andy, are you do speaking of? Are Two you doing kids? radio this week? <laughs> uh, no, the, the the mayor needed my time slot, so I am off this week. Uh, but you can see everything that I've been doing for the past three or four years. Every I made a disapproving look for the mayor. I'm I'm sure she's about to say it's going to be a free candy for all good children program that they're initiating here in the commonwealth or the city of boston uh but go to wgbhnews.org uh to see uh, they listen to pretty much anything that i've been speaking about on that uh, lovely 
lovely terrestrial radio station for the past three or four years. Thank you, Andy. And thank you for putting together our show notes every week. Thank you. And so, thank you for being so understanding. And suddenly, <laughs> see, I, I take, I see, I, I bear some responsibility because even as I was saying, okay, great. So let's do that then. Even as, isn't that, even as I was typing that as a reply, I said, you know what? I should probably ask to make sure that, that she's responding to the tomorrow thing and not the, in an I was hour giving thing. Mona a bath. That's why I had yeah, to, exactly. like, I was in the middle of washing her hair and, and she's, she hates it. So she's screaming oh. the whole time. So you're like pinging me and she's like, She's so mad at me. So, yeah. Yeah. no more tears, my aunt Fanny. Yeah, she just hates it so much. I get it. Uh, but as for me, as for me, I had a podcast I mentioned earlier, uh, Gadgets. Gadgets. It's the podcast that I do over at Gizmodo. You can find it. Actually, you can find it at gizmodo.com slash tech slash Gadgets <laughs> if you really want to go uh, check it out. But we publish uh, usually every Thursday, and we have a little video component as well. You can go check that out at gizmodo.com. We also want to shout out to our editor, Jim, for making us sound good every week and listening to the ramblings that you don't get in the audio. <laughs> Thank you, so, Jim. I'd like to think Jim has a little vault of just audio clippings that someday <laughs> the special edition DVD is going to come out. No, see, I see what I imagine is that like – but he, he, I'm sure he works on a lot of different podcasts and sometimes he's, he's working with like hosts and people who have like, haven't had, has, haven't had as much experience as we have. And like they're on, sure. they're on episode three. They're like, well, I'm so terrible about this. And I don't, I can't form my coherent thoughts. I should just quit. And he's like, Shh, no, no, look, you know, we, I, I I've done people, uh, Andy and Otko. Okay. You may not have heard of him, but he's Andy. done, he's done 800 episodes of a Mac podcast over 350. And look at the stuff that I have to edit out at his request. Not, not to talk, not even talk about the stuff that he isn't aware of that, that I need to cut out. Believe me, you're doing fine. You're doing just, just fine. Uh, that's a good reminder to everybody out there that you are doing just fine. And you we are. want to remind you that if you think we're doing fine, you can go to relay.fm slash material to see our show notes, to see past episodes, and to also find out how to support us as a member of the Relay FM network. You get a lot of perks through that. So if you're interested, relay.fm slash membership. Well, that's it for us, Andy, this week. Oh, man. I can't wait to talk about something else next week. <laughs> but we, we, we have a few. I actually had a few really good stories lined up that are like, you know what? We've gotten, we've got, we really should cover Google I.O., and by the way, we shouldn't rush through these two or three. So next week's going to be agree. a fun show. That's a very, very fun yes. show. Stay tuned to that, everybody. Have a happy, healthy, safe seven days. Until then. Bye-bye.